Today's show is brought to you by IBM. By the end of this podcast, nearly 10,000 new malware variants will have launched. Now AI can help protect your data from threats wherever it lives with IBM Security. Let's put smart to work. Learn more at ibm.com slash smart. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. And I'm Lauren Good, senior tech editor at The Verge. And you're listening to Too Embarrassed to Ask, coming to you from the Vox Media Podcast Network. This is a show where we answer all of your embarrassing questions about consumer tech. It could be anything at all. Like, what will Kara Swisher do without me? Um, no, really, what will she do? So many things. <laughs> <I'll be> just <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. We'll talk about what that means in a second. Send us your questions. Find us on Twitter. Tweet them to at Recoder to myself or to Lauren with the hashtag Too Embarrassed. We also have an email address, Too Embarrassed at Recode.net. Reminder, there are two R's and two S's in Embarrassed. And I won't be checking it. I, well, all right, Lauren. <laughs> Good luck, Kara. Normally, I'd scoop everybody on any sort of news, but Lauren keeps like vomiting up information here. Um, but I'll, I'll let you break your own news. So go ahead, since you already started off just on such a note. I'm, I'm leaving you. Yeah, I but know. really, everybody, I am, I am leaving after more than two years and nearly 120 episodes of this podcast. Is that possible? Yeah. I am leaving to embarrassed to ask. Where are you going? You just leave. You're leaving? How can I miss you? I'm, if you won't I'm go actually away? just going down the hall, yeah. but I'm leaving this podcast. So goodbye. Uh, I am. I'm leaving Vox Media. I'm going to Wired. Uh huh. And yeah. doing what there? I'll That's be, a competitor. It, it is. I'll just see myself out now. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be. Yeah, uh, we have security coming right after this. You're not going to be able to collect to your know. things. We're having people put, put things in boxes right now, um, and and then you'll be gone. It's a lot of gadgets. Yeah, it's a lot of gadgets. <laughs> put, no, we're not allowed to keep Casey Newton's clearing your desk. And oh, okay. You'll be moving on very quickly. Yes, security. Don't worry. I can handle it for now. Anyway, so you're you're going to why? What are you going to write about there? You're leaving the Vox uh, Media be- Podcast Network. <laughs> I am. I'm going to say ka-ching. <laughs> oh, you'll find somebody. So you have been, let me just, let's just go over. You've been with Recode for forever, right? I, I've been with, all I, things I was D. there with All Things D. When did you come? When did you show up? Uh, my first day was December 1st, 2011. Where did you come from? The Wall Street Journal. I had been at the Wall Street Journal and I was, a, vi- I was a video producer and a video yeah. reporter there. Remember that and show? I got to That's know not. Walt Mossberg. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the, by the way, everybody, I was really early to live streaming video, <laughs> Where? but it wasn't, it wasn't it. a thing <laughs> then. An we found out everybody was watching everything on not demand that. anyway. Yeah. The, yeah. the Netflixification of society had begun at that point. So everything was, anyway, so I got to know Walt Mossberg through that project essentially WSJ video and Walt used to come on our live show every Thursday to talk about his column mm-hmm. it was really fun and we used to have these phone conversations right. got to know him really well uh, then I think I went to a, a, I was assigned to cover a D conference yes at one you point. were and you were like I mean I was like there's a <laughs> and you still you do know, that and I think you. you were like somewhat dismissive like, <laughs> who is this person I was nice uh, to you and then I think it was I think it was Walt and Peter who like told you at some point you, you know, you should, you should hire, hire you. Yeah, and we did. We hired you at all yeah. times. What year was that? That was 2011. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a long time relationship we've had. I so know. then... Um, and then we became Recode. Then we became Recode. And that was the new year. And, and then we sold. 2014. 2013 or 13. 2014? Whenever you... You should remember that was your like... That was your don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, Rupert I know. moment. <laughs> I know, but you know what? I don't care. 
my career is made already. Don't worry about anything anymore. <laughs> and I don't have to remember anything. Yeah, and then we sold to Vox. Yeah, and then we sold to Vox, mm-hmm. and you went over to The Verge because we, we all our Verge. consumer reviewers went over there, including Walt. That's correct. Yeah. And, uh, and then now you're going to do Wired, and you're going to do similar things there? Yeah, I'm going to be a senior writer of mm-hmm. the gear section, which is Wired's uh, longstanding consumer tech section. So you're top gadget lady, right? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Gat... Yes, gadgets for sure, but I think... It's not a dismissive um, word, in my opinion. It's not a dismissive... Maybe you won't like the word gadget. I don't know why. Well, I think that it can um, make consumer tech sometimes seem a little bit trivial by using the word sometimes gadgets. Sometimes it is. Sometimes but sometimes tech. it's actually right, the apps no. and services and things that we use. Um, it's really this whole Would idea you prefer of being doodads? connected. How about doodads? Your no. senior doodad. I'm trying to say something that's really deep and insightful and Kara's just not going to let deep? me have that moment. Mm-hmm. So, go you ahead. know, I follow ahead. me go ahead. at Wired right, and we'll you. talk about it. All right, you're going to show big topics and small, big and small, big yeah. issues yeah. and small. And reviewing, Absolutely. you're going to continue to review because that was your, I hope so. your great I hope strength. so. Continuing video. Um, right. video. I've had a couple of really fun video series at Vox media and I hope to continue making videos and you know figuring out where video is going and by the way if anyone else figures that out first let me know you did great ones at Rico you did the very fun we had really fun ones yeah remember we did the um uh, the Apple Watch one, the, the rules rules of etiquette with Apple Watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I started to show you my vacation photos and on Apple Watch and you were like, you're never going on vacation Oh, that was again. funny. I remember. Oh, that was a good video. Yeah. We've done some and choice we did, stuff. Uh, what else do we do? Was I was going to say, we did the, you did Uber for onesies. Yeah, Uber for onesies. You, I, we had you appearing on CNBC in a onesie. That's uh, right. Poking fun at the on-demand economy. I was. Yeah, that I was really good in a onesie. I have to that say. was great. Mark you were still just as intimidating in a onesie. Like, wait. It was Bergen. We put Wagner, yeah. Kurt Wagner, Casey in a Newton. Casey Newton. Were you in a onesie? And then Shervin made oh a cameo. God, in a onesie. In a Shervin. onesie. Oh my God. Yeah, we made that happen. The things we've done. It's I know. crazy. Um, so you're going to be doing that, but you're still going to be like on the scene, on the on the on the scene, on the tech scene. scene. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. What are those people wired like? Are they nice? Yes. I've heard they're not nice. You've, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I've heard terrible things about them there. Oh, you're just saying that. Oh. <laughs> they're awful people. It's Condé Nast. Oh, man. Does that mean you get to hang out with Anna Winter? No, they're very nice. And they're let me nice. hang out with Anna Winter. Anna's, not all of them Anna's are already nice. asked me if I'd like to have lunch. Yeah, so, um, so that's my key part. No. Yeah, uh, I write no, actually, for Vanity Fair from time to time, although I haven't done it in a while. Although I, I'm still you did. busy. You and did, I go actually. I appear at their conferences. I have Condé Nast connections. Yeah. I will say that um, uh, Nick Thompson, who's mm-hmm. the relatively Fantastic. new editor in chief at the at, at the Wired, he's <laughs> at great. Wired, I'm very he's been there for a year. Appointment. Yeah, he's he's really smart. It's Tough. a really smart group of people. Tough um, guy. And I'm good. very excited to go work for them. As yeah. hard as it is to leave the Wired, of course, here. for those who don't know, or is the iconic tech publication that was. Uh, you know, for, it really started off the idea of tech consumer uh, writing about it. it was a consumer thing, as a social thing, and it was and beautiful design and all kinds of things. It's a Condé Nast publication, and so you'll be online and, uh, and in the magazine, correct? That's the goal. Okay, good. Yeah, good. We have your own column. I uh, I don't think it's being defined in that way. Okay, but, but just you know, you're just going to be writing big, but long features too, right? That, yeah, I mean the the senior writer uh, person and this section at Wired has generally done that. It's not necessarily just what about, about here's this thing and here's what this thing does, but sort of the backstory behind it or interesting people or interesting trends. So events, like we've trained you well. Oh, I will still be going to events. You know, events are if you go in with the right mindset and sense of humor, events are a really fun part of the tech industry. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of wild. Gonna, but not go to events. You're going to put on events. You're gonna try oh, to an events. I'm sorry. I thought you meant coverage of events. Yeah. I'm like, I will still be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I hope to be part of the events team as well, where oh, it does have events. I'm going to have to kill you then. So, Clearly. What about podcasts? Yeah. Uh, oh, Kara, I'm going to be doing it all. Oh, my God. Kara. I'm going to have to kill you now. All right. <laughs> it's okay. I don't mind. You know. Everybody, you heard it here. If I suddenly disappear <laughs> in the next seven days, look for Stay my body down. in the San Francisco Bay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited that you're doing this. So what we're going to do here is we've, uh, um, we're going to recap some of Lauren's favorite episodes. And I'm going to be emotional here. You've been a wonderful host. I really do enjoy uh, sparring with you. And I do. I, uh, it's all in love when I say that I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that I just I'm going to miss that so much. I know, but you know what I mean. Like, I like that you're like, you're a good foil. You're a good foil. You're I very, can't wait to read the comments after this on our I know, they'll be like, like Kara's such an asshole. Kara drove so nice. her away. Lauren's so nice. We know, blah, blah, blah. Like, the story of my life. Even my mother, like, you know, like, she always takes my friend's side in a fight. Or people I'm dating, she's always like, well, mm, it's you. <laughs> See, that's the worst. <laughs> you know, that's so it's the fine. worst. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so we thought we'd recap some of Lauren's you know what, favorite Kara? episodes. Yeah. Nice doesn't get scoops. I know, it's true. It's yeah. true. Keep down. Stay Don't down. Be nice. Stay down. I'm going to get tattooed on my ass. Um, uh, Lauren's <laughs> favorite episodes of Too Embarrassed to Ask. Lauren, what was your favorite episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask? There Let's were too many. It. There yes. were way too many to list. Yeah. And a lot of times it really did depend on the guest. Yeah. Uh, but m- mostly I enjoyed the episodes where you finally admitted that you were obsessed with AirPods after them. initially calling them three ugly pairs and making and counting. fun of them. Yeah. Well, how do you have three pairs already? they run out of juice. I have them on all the time. They, they, See? The, the juice issue is a problem. You, I already made Eric Johnson, our producer, find some clip a while ago of you, of you like hating and then professing your love for AirPods. So I'm going to skip that. Okay. Um, one of my favorite podcast moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just play the clip. All right. There's 400 custom parts in here. Mm-hmm. There's two motors. Mm-hmm. There's 10 printed circuit boards. There's a scanner. There's a microprocessor. There's a wireless chip, wireless antenna. Mm-hmm. There's... 775 aircraft grade aluminum. There's a gearbox. There's latches that support 16,000 pounds of force. So this is a, a basically a monster of a machine mm-hmm. kind of inside this veil of this nice mm-hmm. aesthetic. And then you have to put these packs in, these yeah. packs. And these are packs of produce, not juice. Because, uh, you know, my, uh, someone, my friend wrote, and it's like, oh, juice packs. It's not a, you it's, don't just squeeze juice into a glass. It's, no, no, it's a fresh cut produce. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, we try, what's your, you know. I like it. It's your good. short review, your 30 second review. I, of I it. have to say, I'm surprised. I thought it was just juice in a bag and you just squeezed it into your glass. That's for some reason, I just thought that. I yeah, you, you wouldn't need a 699 device to do oh, this. Oh, right. Buy so it's the pressure that you're paying for. Okay, so that is Kara yeah. talking about <laughs> Juicero. Yeah. And astutely noting, by the way, that it seemed like something you would just <laughs> squeeze in a glass. Which I, I have a, I'll tell you in advanced knowledge, I saw a Kevin Rose video where he did that. So I was, I should have done that and done a story on Kara, it. Kara, tell us how that story ends. Oh, Juicero. Well, it's not longer, you know? Nobody's buying a $699 device that squeezes juice when you can do it just as well with Who your hands. Who was it that discovered you could squeeze it? It was, a, but, it was, it was a Ellen Hewen. Ellen uh, Hewen. Yeah, great yes. job. Yes. And I then, was aware of it. She did a great... <laughs> I, you know, some of the things you see and you're like, oh, of course, but she really... She got them good. Yeah, so poor Juicero. You know, Doug yeah. Evans, who we just heard from. Raw water. Uh, he no, has re- raw I was going to say he has resurfaced again. Vice had a report recently <laughs> about raw water. No, not Vice. That was Nellie Bowles' report. Oh. Nellie wrote the first one. No, she wrote about raw water, but then he Vice was in the story. Him, right, he oh, was in the okay, story. Then okay. she, they went around with him, okay, like further water. making him seem ridiculous, like a ridiculous figure. But yeah, it was uh, yeah that yeah he went to raw water. So 
Who says you can't get crazier, right? Too bad we you didn't think Sarah would be the top of the crazy parade, but no, he's marching on the warm water. I don't know what's next. Fake skin. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That was one of my favorite podcasts, yeah, hands good. down. Yeah. Uh, another favorite episode of mine was yep. at South by Southwest last year mm-hmm. when we were both there live. We were in the Nat Geo space. It was this really cool live podcast, and we interviewed Mary Lou Jepsen mm-hmm. about her brain reading cap. No, seriously, that she's working on brain reading technology. Here's what she had to say about that. So talk about that idea of communicating through thought. How, do you, how does that happen? Explain what, open, what, you, what you're doing with open water. So open water is using LCDs to, it, it's, it seems like a twofold approach. Uh, make a wearable MRI system and work on telepathy, but it's the same technology. So if I throw you in an MRI machine right now, yeah. you as well, I can tell you what words you're about to say. I can tell you what images are in your head. I can tell you what music you're thinking of. I can tell if you're listening to me or not. Right. You really get the implications of what I'm saying because this notion of privacy that we have changes when we can see people's thoughts. Yes. Right now you're saying. And that's possible you can do with that. MRI now. Yeah, I like that. That was a great episode. Mary Lou Jepsen's a character. She's worked for Facebook. She works for Google. She actually happened to be a very good friend of Megan's at MIT. They went to school together. She's doing all this stuff around screen technology. That was her first thing. Mm-hmm. At one point, I remember she told me she wanted to put a screen across the moon and do moon TV, so you yeah. could, which would freak everyone out across the She talked the about that during yeah. that podcast, yeah. and we were so, all like, how would you regulate that? Yeah, you wouldn't. Like, <laughs> Mary Lou doesn't think of the implications <laughs> of a Coca-Cola commercial on the moon. But, um, but you know, it was really inter- it was interesting. I thought it was, it's a, it's a, she's a big thing. Yeah, she's a big thinker. It was a really fun podcast, not only, uh, not just because it was with Mary Lou Jepsen, Mm -hmm. uh, but because of the live audience and the fact that we were in South by Southwest together. Yeah, they were drinking all the time. Yeah, and it was at noon or something. It was in the middle of the day and it was at a bar. So things were were already getting a little rowdy. But Mm -hmm. um, we also shared a room together at that South by... Yeah, I remember. We shared several rooms together. We, we not there's anything wrong with that. Because we shared a room together, and I at one point um, box is cheap. Went to why. take a, and it was like the Sunday afternoon, yeah. and there was a lull, and a lull. I went to go take a nap. And um, you, I'll never forget this. You came over to my side of the room. You <laughs> handed me a sleep mask, yeah. which I thought was the nicest thing. You were like, "Here, here, you're trying to take a nap. Use the sleep mask." And I said, oh, "Okay, thanks." And then you promptly got on the phone with your insurance company and made seven phone calls back to back to insurance agents. <laughs> Like as though you had given me earplugs, but you hadn't. And then I was like, was "Well, I guess issue? I'm not napping." No, there's no napping at South by Southwest. But I did give you a nice. You have that nice, that's a lovely, thoughtful moment of mine. Sorry about that. Anyway, next one. I'm a next kind one. Person. Let's see. What's your? Realize how kind I was. Okay, so it's hard to say that this is a favorite because of the weight of the subject matter. Right. But one of our. I think it was one of our more impactful podcasts uh, was yes. with Ninian Wang and Joelle Emerson who came on the show to talk about sexual harassment. Yeah, we wanted to talk about techniques and solutions and things like that. It was very solutions focused. Yeah. Ninian had already at that point come out in the media with her story about um, you know repeated harassment from a VC. Um, so that was out there already, but she hadn't, I think, done a lot of sort of long form interviews with people. And she came on to tell her story. Uh, Joelle uh, is a founder of a firm called Paradigm and they mm-hmm. work with a lot of companies sort of um, address unconscious bias from the ground up. And so she's very solutions focused. They're both very, very interesting conversation. Here's a quick clip from that. So the Gloria Steinman's foundation told me that when there's a hyper-masculine environment, harassment begins to occur, whether it's the military, police force, prison. If something is overwhelmingly male, then this type of harassment will occur. And we can, well, it can do 
medium-term work to get rid of the bad actors and put processes in place to remove them. But the truly long-term fix is to create more diversity Mm -hmm. and that that will create systematic change that helps men understand women more if they are working with them every day. And that will naturally help them make better decisions to change the system to remove Mm -hmm. harassment. Okay, hypermasculine. I agree with that. How Silicon Valley? It's not like hypermasculine because the men here are not as they're not like police. The issues talking about police and and things like that. Um, but it, it's definitely a hyper male environment here in Silicon Valley. That was a really important. Um, it's it's hyper male, and I think it's worth noting too that like whether it's beta or alpha, um, any type of there can be a toxicity that arises Absolutely. from any type of really it's, insular it's, culture. It's hyper-juvenile male mm-hmm. is what it, it is. It can be. Mm-hmm. That's to me what it is. It's not quite as menacing as, as, as she was talking about, but it's the same thing. It's the same, ex- it's the same result. Whenever it's the same result, and that was what was critically important of, with that one and talking about solutions and what to do about it. Right. Incidentally, this was also the episode where I admitted that maybe sometimes I look up to Kara a little bit. <laughs> look down because I'm so short. If you enter an organization as a young person and you don't see a woman who's moved up the ranks, who's maintained a successful career with someone like, you know, I can look up to Kara. She's right here <laughs> next to me, right? She's more experienced than me. And she's, but for people that enter a work organization that are facing challenges that don't have that, it can be incredibly discouraging. I was trying to get you to look down at me, but <laughs> I did say, look down on me. Look at me. I'm so funny. I already know my jokes. Um, now, we did a lot of podcasts about Uber. Um, lots of them. Uh, Johanna Buyan came on a couple times, and Mike Isaac from the New York Times, who used to be working at All Things D and Recode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Uber's not my favorite, so they're not making the list. Oh, they aren't? No, I mean, you know what? Uber was a really important topic that we yeah. covered multiple times throughout this year, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad that we had the people on that we did. Yeah. But I can't say any one of those podcasts stood out to me as like, this is my favorite. Because, yeah. Um, they were the toxic gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this. <laughs> the desiccated, rotting gift. Is it still a gift at that point? <laughs> yes, it is. Today I wrote a story about uh, what was going on there, and they, they just made another. They've had some trouble this week. Although I do like the new CEO. He's coming to code. Dara Kosra Shahi. He's trying. Mm-hmm. But honestly, at one point, he, he said, thanks for, we were at a party, and he said, thanks for getting me my job, And but I hate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, How did you get him his job? Well, I, he was talking to reporters. Like, we did a bunch oh, of stories. Okay. You know, we did the one about the India rape thing. The, Mike did a great a great series about regulatory issues. The information. Uh, Amir Afradi um, did great stories about the escort thing. Like, oh, it, all, it all ended up where it ended up. I think the media played a great role in removal of uh, Travis Kalanick. Speaking of fellow journalists, we've had a lot of journalists on the Two Embarrassed yes, podcast like over the past couple of years. There are too many to name them all, but uh, Johanna, Kurt, and Jason from Recode came on. Peter Kafka came on once. He and I talked mm-hmm. about streaming media services for a full hour. It was quite fun. Uh, Dan Seifert from The Verge, Ina Fried from Axios, Joanna Stern from The Wall Street Journal, Casey Newton and Dieter Bone from The Verge, many others. But a few of my favorite episodes, hands mm-hmm. down, were... Uh, when I spoke with Raymaker mm-hmm. of DC Rainmaker fame about wearables, mm-hmm. Brian Stelter came on. Uh, oh, he's, he's from great. CNN at one point to talk about the fake news phenomena. And uh, Jackie Chang from Wirecutter, uh, she came on to talk about tech products to buy oh, when you're on a great. budget. And it was fantastic. She's come on a couple of times and it was really fantastic. But 
Let's start with Ray, Raymaker. All right, tell me why. You weren't there for that one. No, I wasn't, so tell me. Of course, it's on my favorite list. <laughs> I already know who Raymaker is. Well, one of the first what things name. that I said, well, I'm he's, D, he's DC Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, All right. you know. If you say so. But he, by the way, Outside Magazine just did a, a great profile of Ray. All right, I'll read yeah, it. You can go check what it did out. you like about it? So what I liked about it, aside from the fact that you weren't name. there, was that... Um, we just talked about wearables for an hour and a half. Oh my and God, you, you must have been in heaven. And I, I said at the start of this, if Kara was here, I would not actually be having this conversation no, you can't, right now. They're because unwearables. She calls them unwearables. Are you wearing any of them? You used to have like yes, 90 on. What's that one? one? It's the new Fitbit. Oh, please. Whatever. Okay. This is not out yet. Okay. Thank you. By it's the time pink. of this podcast, it will be. It's huge. It's enormous still. Let's it's be just like, big. like, it's big. Come on. It's like a rock on your, like, it's like, here, I'm wearing this giant. Looks like you were, you, you had some problems with the law and they had to like keep track of you. That's what it looks like. I've never heard that before. I, well, no one has ever said I know, but it should be on your like. ankle. I think it's better <laughs> fit on your ankle. Anyway, you've had a lot of them. And let me just say, you've not had, you've gotten rid of them. I, I am a hundred percent correct that these wearables are still not where they need to be. No, I would agree with you that they're not where they need to be. That said, I had a very fun conversation with Ray. Okay, all right. Uh, right. About because he tests all of the latest uh, fitness tech. All right, tech. you can keep hoping, hoping and dreaming. And we That's talked what about, keeps our America oh, great. All right, right, all right. All right. Uh, Brian Stelter yeah. on fake news. Yeah, Brian's great. Um, let's play a quick clip from that. There wasn't as much awareness of that before Election Day as there was after Election Day. But but I would I would say certainly thanks to the efforts of Craig Silverman at BuzzFeed and to others in the fall in the September-October range, that there was certainly a heightened awareness of these fake, totally made-up sites. Uh, and now, of course, as you said, the term has been uh, sort of retired. It's been exploited. It's been misused by people to, to mean oh, anything I don't like, anything I disagree with is fake news. Yeah, President the Trump president has now, Yeah, the president has now, has now kind of taken over the term. And, and I think Margaret Sullivan in the Washington Post is right. We shouldn't be using the term fake news so much anymore. We should let that one go and, and, and use more specific language like these fictional sites that are trying to make money are creating hoaxes and trying to fool people. Hoax. So mm-hmm. I think we can we can be more descriptive, but the problem is still very real and very there. Kara, what do you think? Do you think uh, people are being more careful about using the term fake news or is it just firmly embedded? No, in it's one of these words that's gotten away. It's, ugh, Trump has just ruined it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like everything's fake news. It's not. It's just, it's, we got to have another, you know, just fake is fine. Um, is is what uh, what we should focus on, that it's fake. It's an interesting issue. I think the word's been uh, made impossible to use anymore by Trump by calling everything fake news, and everyone, like, says it. My kids say it all the time. My dogs say it. So it doesn't—it's just things that aren't accurate. Inaccurate is the word I'd like to use. The know? idea that we shouldn't use the phrase in general because it devalues, it I guess, the actual news, do you think that's true? Yeah, I just—you yeah. Yeah, know, Brian was really smart on this, and the idea yeah, is, you yes. know— Again, what these platforms have allowed to happen is just irresponsible on every level. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, New York even Times more so. We, we taped that uh, podcast. It had to have been last year. It was definitely yeah. 2017. And yeah. since then, um, in, in, you know, for a while we would talk about, well, what, what is the responsibility of the platforms? And are they just still platforms? And just over time, it's become increasingly apparent yeah. that they are more than platforms Absolutely. and that they're adopting the rules of media companies. 100%. It was a really smart one. It was. And then Jackie Chang, we talked to her about, well, we talked to her about what phone to buy when you're on a budget because yeah. 
Last year, we saw the announcement of like $1,000 flagship smartphones, and that doesn't work for everybody. And then in addition to talking about what phone you should buy in a budget, we talked about, we talked about everything. We talked about laptops, we talked about, uh, I think we talked about tablets. Mm -hmm. Um, We might have even touched on e-readers. I mean, it was just, it was just a very good conversation. The budget one was interesting. Of course, I'm very wealthy, so I buy the expensive phone. Oh, are you? I didn't know. We didn't know that. We didn't know you haven't mentioned it 75 (laughs) times on this podcast before. Oh, no. It's my turn to be snarky. Life. I'm going to spend money on it. Other people buy fine wines. Other people buy, mm. you know, nice cars. I have a Ford Fiesta. I'm going to have a nice phone. Are like, you going to buy me a fine wine when I leave? Oh, do you like wine? I like it a little bit. No, I'm not buying you wine. I'm not buying you a gift at all. Should I have not on to? School nights. You left. You should buy me a gift. Let's just go. To, we'll have a party. We'll have a Lauren Good, Good Riddance party. Good, ri- good, good with an e <laughs> Lauren Goodridden. Lauren Goodridden <laughs> party. All right, we're going like to continue this. the Goodridden's tour in a moment. You have the perfect name for that. Um, but we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Lauren, make it a good one. Hashtag you'll miss me. No, no. Hashtag money. No, that wasn't a good one. Come on. Say Hashtag money. We're doing so well financially. I just had a meeting with our podcast money people. Uh-huh. So I want That's all like, going to go down the tubes no, once it, I leave. No, no, because I'm the key man. That's the situation going on. I'm making all the dough. I need a good hashtag money. Come on. Hashtag money. Today's show is brought to you by IBM. By 2050, the world population will reach nearly 10 billion and food production will need to grow by 70%. What if artificial intelligence could help? Farmers are already using AI to help increase crop yields. Watson and the IBM Cloud provide access to weather data and analyze satellite imagery to help them monitor soil moisture levels and reduce water waste. So as the population grows, more food can be put on tables. Let's put smart to work. Find out how at ibm.com slash smart. Today's show is brought to you by Magic. No, really, that's the name of the company sponsoring this. We all have tasks that need to get done, but we wish we could just pass them off to someone else. That's where Magic comes in. These are 24-7 trained personal assistants at your beck and call. Just send Magic a text message with your request and a real person gets to work. Magic's personal assistants can help you with virtually anything. They can research and book travel arrangements, deal with a cable company, hire a plumber, plan an event, schedule doctor's appointments, and so much more. With Magic, there are no monthly fees and no commitments. You only pay for what you use. There's a low cost per minute. Use Magic as often as you need it. Magic wants to help our listeners get more done, so they have a special offer. If you're a too embarrassed to ask listener, your first request is free. To get this offer, go to magic.com slash T-E-T-A. Start crossing things off your to-do list today. Try Magic for free. Go to getmagic.com slash T-E-T-A. That's getmagic.com slash T-E-T-A. Today's show is brought to you by Namely. When was the last time you checked your pay stub or picked benefits at work? Chances are it wasn't easy. HR software has been clunky and hard to use ever since HR has been a thing. One technology company takes a different approach. Namely is the only all-in-one HR, payroll, and benefits software employees love to use. Ready to clock in? No problem. Need to write a performance review? You can do that. Want to schedule some vacation time? Namely makes easy to do, even from your phone. Namely also uses social news feeds like Facebook, where employees can share updates, celebrate birthdays, and give shout-outs for a job well done. Namely doesn't just make work easier, it actually makes it a little more fun, too. Over 1,000 companies use Namely every day. If you're in HR or run your business, it's time to see Namely in action. 
Get a free demo by visiting namely.com slash ask. One more time, that's namely.com slash ask. See how you can build a better workplace with Namely. We're back with Lauren Good, who is on her Good Riddance tour as she prepares to leave Vox Media and Kara Swisher and head over to Wired. Really, you've been a a, a part of our lives, you know. You're like a, I don't know, like a barnacle in a lot of ways. I always wanted to be in underwater. Underwater. But we're indulging her by going through some of her favorite moments from this podcast over the past two years, which we've been doing this two years, too embarrassed to ask. It was Lauren's idea. Um, and it was just, it's been a lovely thing. So what's the oh, next one? You gave me credit for an idea. Yeah. That is what people should do. I did. It's really nice. I'm good that way. For doing I don't that. suck up ideas. I'm not like a white don't. guy. Come on. Let's go. A white lady. Let's go. This is one of my favorite podcasts, mostly because Louis Swisher made another guest appearance. Your son. Wait, is he going to yes. take over as co-host when yes, I'm gone? Yes, he is. He, 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 he does should. rather well. He probably the ratings should. show up when Louis Swisher's people around. Re- people clamor. I, I've got people a, clamor for Louis. I've got a second. I got an heir and a spare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alex. Alex on Fortnite. I'm trying to convince him he's much shyer than his brother. But Alex is an obsessive Fortnite user. Oh, that would be great. I know. But he's like, he like talks my freaking ear off about it. I'm like, can you just can we just record you talking about stupid Fortnite? So that's actually air and a spare. That's great. Bring him on. Well, this one is also my favorite podcast, Mm -hmm. not because, not just because Louis Swisher was on the show, but it's because it's when Kara finally admitted that she has a phone problem. This was from a recent podcast we did with the author, Catherine Price on tech addiction. This is about your phone. I think you might have a problem and you need some help. And I thought about what I would say to you at this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think you need help and it's help I can't give you. Otherwise, right. I, I don't think this podcast relationship <laughs> can move forward. So either you need to consciously uncouple from your phone or I'm going to have to leave you on this podcast and eventually you're just going to be stuck with some bespectacled guy named Rob or Will or Alex who speaks in thoughtful tones and is going to want to turn this podcast into a 90-minute discussion about obscure I'm films. I'm sorry, were you talking? I was looking at my phone. <laughs> <sighs> I love my this phone, Lauren. I'll long, be honest with you. Road. I got to tell you, I love my phone more than you. I'm sorry to give you that piece of information, but it's true. Kara, that is one of the meanest things. You know what? <laughs> Why is it Friends, mean? It's, the phone family, is fantastic. Why would you be podcast, mad at being left Leave remarks in the comments section of iTunes if you have any <laughs> thoughts and feelings on what Kara Swisher just said, and I'm just going to yeah. leave it at that. So you said you love yeah. your phone more than me, yes. and I mm-hmm. warned you, yeah. I warned you. Yeah. I was I was leaving you. Yeah, that continues to be the case. I still love my phone more than And I am leaving you. <laughs> I don't, that's okay. That's okay. I'm good. I still have my phone. So what's the problem? There's How's no problem. Addiction? We both made uh, commitments during that podcast to try different things. This was after I your fancy vacation to Mexico. What were they? What you were said they? that you were not going to use your phone in the elevator. Oh, I don't. You do thought that. that that was. That, a I already one. wasn't doing that. And That's, then I, I that said that when I went on a vacation the following week, that I was not going to pick up my phone first thing and look at it. And did you do that? Nope. I, I see. We, both of us. I looked at it. We're a disappointment I to each other. Do you think I'm going to give up my phone for you, or I like it? No, it's I a, like you, you know, more. It wasn't That's, that I expected you to give it up. It yeah. wasn't about. It wasn't about sacrificing something mm-hmm. you love. It was just about prioritizing differently. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Um, but the thing is, the fact of the matter is, I love my phone more than you, and I will continue to do so long after. Leave. You know, this really could have worked out if we had gone to podcast therapy. I'm sure if I put with Esther Perel, I just did the Esther Perel. We were <laughs> you like couples. Did? Yeah. Really? Esther Perel and I did a great podcast from South by you weren't there by South by Southwest. It's blowing up on the internet today. I'm gonna have she, to listen to it. Because she took apart the Trump marriage for me and then talked about stroking phones. Oh really? Mm-hmm. She's my new partner. She has a French accent. 
Oh, yeah, was, no, I know. I, so <laughs> I, uh, well, I got her to, uh, or no, she's Brussels, she's from Brussels. Um, she's Belgium. Um, uh, and she, uh, she was talking about, I said, take apart the Trump marriage. She goes, oh, I could not do this. I did not know them. Uh, okay. And then she did it. <laughs> and she had a really great, I have what, to say. What did she say about She said that Melania is in a story she didn't want to be in and that Trump is a narcissist. So oh. no hope there. That's you know, I do love Esther, but I don't think you need a de- any degrees in psychology to point out yeah, I narcissism in that case. I got it. I got it. She had some very... You I'm going to listen to it. Really it. I'm going yeah, to listen to it on my way All home. All right. Number three. While I'm, while I'm crying in my car mm-hmm. on the way home from our phone. final <laughs> podcast. Uh, number three. It's a little bit of a sleeper hit, but mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite episodes was our podcasts about podcasts. Once a year, we went really meta and we would um, ask people to send in their favorite podcasts and we would go through our own list of favorite podcasts and it was surprisingly Mm -hmm. popular. People just love talking about podcasts when they're not listening to them. Kara, what's your favorite right now? Um, Recode Decode. (laughs) You've had a lot of great (laughs) interviews lately. I have. Recode Decode rocks. Scaramoochie. Come on. Uh-huh. Chris Hughes, talking about a very serious subject, uh, universal basic income. Uh, I Talking about sex with Christiana Monpour. Uh, come on. Couldn't get better than that. Um, who else have I done le- recently? Esther Perel, obviously, who's fantastic. Um, just everybody seems to want to talk on that Recode Decode. It's good. It's a really, we've got a lot more coming up that are great. If you were to say one aside from Recode Decode or Too Embarrassed to Ask, what would it be? Peter Kafka's Recode Media. Um, no, I like a lot of podcasts. I like I, I like um, Vox Explained. I like The Daily. I love Michael Barbero. We've mm-hmm. got a whole man crush going on with each other. I I, I really like him. I think it's well, really well done. And I, and Vox Explained is quite good too. It's and really it's, it's new, it's very good. So yeah. I've just started listening to it. One's in the morning, one's in the afternoon, so it works out rather well. And they're short, so shorter, um, which are and they're nice. They're packed full of goodness. Um, I listened to his, the history one. Don't know much about history. One of the history ones. I can't remember. I, I, did, I have one on the history of Rome. I'm obsessed with the history of ancient Rome. I don't know. I like Pod Saves America guys sometimes. They get, they get a little bro You've interviewed me. them too, Yes, you? I have. I've, they've been on Rico Digo. They get a little bro but mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the bro They're good What's bro-y. a podcast bro called? It's just like a pod bro? A po? A pro? A pro? A pro? A pro? I don't a, know. A broadcast? Just the same as they are broadcast, everywhere else. Maybe. Broadcast, something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. we're getting down to it. Number two. Number two. Honestly, this is really my favorite to embarrass yep. to ask episode mm-hmm. of all time. Walt Mossberg was retiring last year in the summer of 2017, so we planned a little surprise for him. We mm-hmm. asked him to come on the podcast one last time. It was down at Code Conference in Southern California, and we made it seem like it was just going to be this standard thing. And then behind the scenes... Karen and I were working to get all of Tech's top executives to send in their two embarrassed questions to him. Mm-hmm. Here's a clip. Okay, this one uh, is from Bill in Redmond, Washington. Hey, Walt, this is Bill. What's your advice on staying up to date on all the changes once your column's no longer coming out? Oh, Bill in Redmond. I know how tough it can be when you live so distant from the epicenter <laughs> of Tech <laughs> and you've never had any experience. Uh, Bill Gates, um, uh, uh, just, you know what? Just scroll through Twitter and take your chances on what's fake and what's not. All right, fantastic <laughs> That's answer. basically my... All right. <laughs> well, if you ever start sharing things that look to be overtly fake, I'll just, I'll DM you and let you know. Okay? No, just, just, just message <laughs> just Bill. Say, you know. say, Bill, here's a good one. <laughs> I guess we have a lot of listeners in Redmond, Washington, because this one is from a longtime fan named Steve. Well, this is Stephen from Redmond. Just a quick question about your review of Outlook 97. You called it a great idea, 
poorly executed. And you said the interface was puzzling and that people would be confused by Outlook's dense and daunting interface. It's cluttered, complicated, wordy, complex forms and dialogues. But don't worry, Microsoft will get it right by the third version. Is, is that all you had to say or was there anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, and go Yankees. <laughs> Honestly, there were so many good clips from that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Phil Schiller, um, Bill Gates, Meg Whitman, yep. uh, Sheryl Sandberg, Steve yep. Zanofsky. I mean, it just Jack Dorsey was, sent oh, in a question. Awesome. It was really great. And But the best part of it, they had sent in very thoughtful questions. Some of them did. But the best part of it was really hearing Walt's reactions Walt. because he was so and surprised. You, you can't see that through the anyway. podcast. But his face <laughs> his was laugh. so great. I can't do his laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it was so great. Walt it's, cackle. Like a, it's like a Bezos-like laugh. He's a cackle, no, it's really. A, it's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's do our Walt laughs. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. It was, it was really, he was... Uh, He's a great guy. Lauren, he's been such a great mentor to me and you, and uh, he deserves all the kudos for... He really does. He does. He's a good man. I really, really am going to miss you both immensely. Yeah. Well, he's gone. He left. Uh, he's like far behind. You know, Walt's retirement is like the farthest thing from retirement. He's so busy. He he's is got busy. so many great he's things going on. Store. Uh, but he's left us, Lauren, let's be honest. I know, I know. And and now I'm leaving you. But right. honestly, I am so immensely grateful to everything I've learned. I, I've learned so many reporting mm-hmm. tips and tricks from you guys, but also just learned a lot about the industry. And mm-hmm. I've, you know, it's funny. It's a, a lot of what it comes down to in this crazy news business is who you get to work with yep. in newsrooms. It's true. Oh my and God, it feels like a, feels like Enough a about me. What, what do you think of me? What do I think of you? <laughs> no, not about me. What do you like what about, about me? me most? Let's talk about me now. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about me. Thank you. It's very nice. It's true. Building teams. They always say there's no me in team, but there actually is me in team. Just so you, I hate when people say that because it's like, yeah, it's right there, an E and an M. Um, me no, they at. say that there's no I in team. That's yeah. the phrase. Yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> Teams are important. Groups <laughs> what of people. are you going to do without me? Oh, you know what? I'll find someone else. <laughs> I always find. <laughs> Just I literally... I got my kids. I got my dogs. There's Lauren. no me and team. I got Eric. There's I got no Eric. Will you thank Eric, please? Me and team. Wait, I was getting there. All right, okay. Because we right. still have to get to my number one favorite okay, podcast Wonder one. of all time was just okay. all of them. Oh, Lauren. Yeah, Jesus. all of my podcasts you are with so Kara Swisher. Oh, are you I kidding? Want, have I not just... taught you to be snarky and mean? Like, where? Would, I feel like I've failed. You are such a softie. I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to go back to that. You know, people for years to come are going to ask me, what was it like working with Kara Swisher when she was not hiding out in the vent? at Yahoo. Yeah. And I'm going to say she was a softie. Oh, God, please don't do that. All right, I'm that not going to. I'm going to say, years to I'm gonna say oh, I'm going to have people. so many good stories. Yeah. All right. You promise? I promise. All right, Lauren, you're, gonna, you're not going far. Wired is located here in San Francisco. I mean, so you I'm may continue to come to our events. Thank you. I and also to. my parties, perhaps, from time to time. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Every other one. Every other one. Every wow, other I feel one. So, I feel and I so know, pleased. let me just say, Lauren is an amazing journalist. She does a lot of reviews and she's known for reviews and some of the video, questionable video things she's done. Questionable. But, but I have to say, she's a great reporter. She's a dogged reporter. We had hoped she would stay at Rico. She'd come back to Rico. We asked her to be an editor. I will reveal that. We wanted her to do it. But she really, she, her best stuff is writing uh, writing and reporting on, on, uh, on ga- not gadgets, like doodads or the tech, the tech and what it means. And I think that's the great part. There's not a lot of great people doing this. There just aren't. Um, and it's really, I think uh, Wired will be, will be much improved with you there. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's, that's like the nicest thing you've said sincerely. No, it's all you're good. Uh, I want to I give a special shout out to Eric Johnson. Yes. Who is the, 
I was going to say the voice behind the microphone, but actually he he's not, he doesn't chime in all that oh, much. Oh, he's as coming our on producer. when you're gone. He's going to come as a yeah, guest host. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry guys, my chair is going flying across the room here. Yeah, he's uh, coming but, on. No, Eric Johnson has been a fantastic person, friend. We've known each other since. Well, we both went to this. We both went to Stanford, but we didn't go at the mm-hmm. same time. But we have worked together since the All Things D days. We had some. We went to E three together. Remember mm-hmm. E three? E three. That was, and we stayed in that bizarre hotel that was like on the total other side of LA. And anyway, Eric is a fantastic, he's been a fantastic reporter and now a fantastic podcast producer and all around wonderful human being. So thank you so much for everything you've done. It's been a real pleasure working with you. Well, Lauren, security's here to take you away. So, okay. uh, Here's (laughs) my badge. Here's your badge. And uh, I'll really miss all of you. I would just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened. Yes. Oh, the audience, right. Yes, of course. You're the one that reads, who's going to read, who's going to read the podcast? To you reading mattress ads. Yeah, I'm just saying, who's going to read the comments? Because I don't. I've got to find someone. Yeah, who's going to read all the emails? Guys, if you send an email to toembarrassedtorecode.net, there's a chance Kara's not going to get back to you. Uh, it was me responding. It's a chance. It's 100% those, chance of rain. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you're probably better off tweeting at her. Yeah, um, I'm still and not Although Eric attention. will also be checking Thank the inbox. God for Eric. And I really, really thank all of you for being on this Too Embarrassed journey with me. Oh, it's a journey. What should we call it? Should we retire to embarrassed? Good riddance. Good riddance. Put my microphone down now. All right. This has been another great episode with Lauren Good. Lauren may be leaving us, but the show will go on because why not? <laughs> Stay tuned to Recode.net for more episodes of Too Embarrassed to Ask in the future. And we're going to have our Recode reporters be co-hosts with me over the next few months. It should be yes. lovely. They're fantastic. Like Kurt Wagner and Dan Fromer and Johanna Bouyan. We've got, we've got a million people to replace you, but no one is as good as Lauren Good. For sure. Thank you, Kira. Or Try to sound a little more excited. <laughs> You're like a Dan Fromer. You're like desperate on. for love. You need a puppy. Dan Fromer. Go hug your cat, Lauren. <laughs> you want love? Go hug your cat. Love. Okay. Go hug. So, What's your cat's name again? Nougat. Did you know how Nougat loved me? Do you remember that? That Nougat. was so weird. Nougat did me. love you. It was Nougat. A little bit of trivia. Nougat yeah. was, uh, I think, was the inspiration behind um, the Android Nougat operating system. But okay. no, really. All right. One last time. One last Lauren. time from me. Be sure to subscribe to this show because this show is fantastic on Spotify, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can listen to every episode at recode.net slash podcasts and leave us a review. Leave Kara a review at iTunes.com slash too embarrassed to ask. I really don't care what you think. And while you're there, <laughs> you should check out our other shows, Recode Decode, Recode Replay, and Recode Media with Peter Kafka. Do you really have to black The Verge? You're Five leaving. Stars. Goodbye, Neelay. <laughs> See ya. Uh, the Verge also has a great podcast called The Verge Cast, hosted by Neelai Patel, my former boss. Uh, Ashley Carmen and Caitlin Tiffany uh, host Why'd You Push That Button? Caitlin Tiffany also just left The Verge. Oh, she did? She did, but um, but they've taped a season two. uh, So that you can still go listen to that. And it's a really, really well done show. They're clever, clever ladies. ladies. They are. Caitlin also wrote this great party dispatch from South by Southwest. She did. Mm -hmm. She did. And I had this moment where I realized like how old I was because... She went to this fantastic like party, off the beaten path party in a garage in Austin. It was a sashimi party in a garage in Austin. And like she was, she did such a good job of talking about the people who were there at the party and like the vibe of the party. And she not once mentioned the sashimi. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I must be old because I'm like, how was the food? How was the food? But yeah, how the was food the good. food? I'm gonna know. Well, you don't go to the party. I mean, she actually had me in that story, texting angrily, texting. 
tech moguls, but I made her take it because it was off the roof. Oh, yeah. well, if she just said angrily texting tech moguls. That would everyone would understand why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, she's a fantastic writer, she and she's now gone on to. But enough about Dan her. Jones. Let's talk about you. All right. Enough don't, about me. Don't Let's talk forget about me. to tweet your questions ahead of time to at Recode into the hashtag Too Embarrassed, or email them to Too Embarrassed at Recode.net. And Lauren, let's take it away with Lauren Good, your last thing. <laughs> Thank you to everybody for you listening. And your competing podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for sending in your questions. Uh, thank you to our sponsors and to Cadence 13 and Vox Media, which sells those ads so you can listen to this show for free. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our editor, Joel Robbie, and of course, our wonderful producer, Eric Johnson. Kara Swisher will be back next week alone, crying <laughs> to answer more of the questions you've been too embarrassed to ask. She really doesn't care, but you can keep no, sending them in anyway. Tune in then. I know I will. We love you, Lauren. Thank you. Today's show is brought to you by IBM. 16 million new-collar jobs will be created by 2024. To help fill them, IBM's new education model gives high school students workplace experience and an associate's degree. 90 P-TECH schools are already preparing graduates for tomorrow's STEM careers. Let's put smart to work. Find out how at ibm.com slash p-tech.